loved it. <laughs> Adam Bergstrom's here. Yes, no, maybe. Chronobiotic Nutrition and SolarTiming.com. Uh, Adam will tell you about what you can find on Solar Timing. After we just uh, do a few plugs, we were talking about X3. This is the way it looks on the front page. It's really cool. And you can actually go on Jaquish someplace. Just put in Jaquish, J-A-Q-U-I-S-H, um, Jaquish. And, uh, or just on YouTube and look at some of the videos with Dr. Jaquish and see how this thing works. And then come back to our website, if you would, and then um, order one. You get one. And uh, they have a deal where you can finance it over six months or 12 months, whatever you want. So that's fun. And uh, uh, you'll like these. These are very nice, uh, really well-built. You know, they're going to last forever. They use a latex that is not a um, um, petroleum-based. He's a pretty cool guy because he knows that that's not good. So he's using a, a natural latex. And you get about four different bands and thickness. So it's not like you're going you're gonna to run out. You should see the big band. You know, I'd probably have to be 400 pounds and make that one work. So if I ever get to be using that one, you know, I'll be, oh, God, who knows? So this will be a lifetime uh, machine, and it's not going to break, and the bands aren't going to break, and the silver bar is not going to break. Um, so it, it'll be a lifetime. And what I like about it is it only takes about 15 minutes a day. That's it. 15 minutes, you do four different muscle groups. Um, like today, I'm going to do the chest and the lats, and uh, I don't know where the other ones. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, just go on our website, oneradionetwork.com, and um, see what you see there. And then you see the X3 ad, and then click on that puppy, and then that'll take you there and order one. And uh, I think you're going to really, really like uh, what you what you experience there. We're getting some nice, um, nice feedback from it from people that have purchased it. They really like it. So you just meet one of those. Yeah, and, and and even if you're just not, you don't care about building muscle, for you gals, you can use that smaller band and you can just get some, uh, stronger, right? And if you got any kind of loose stuff kind of hanging around, um, you know, in your arms or whatever, uh, it'll tighten all that up for you, your booty and your, your breast, and you can do all kinds of things with it. And so it's fun. X3, it's on oneradionetwork.com. Uh, let's see. I was going to do this one here, but I can't find it. How come? No. It's how come. We uh, are promoting a hydrogen machine. Uh, it, it's kind of a, a new one that we're doing. Uh, and uh, But the one you have now that you purchased from us is just fine. I used it for three years. It works great. Don't worry about it. I'm getting some people say, oh, do I need to get this one? No, no, you don't need to. The one you have is fine. It's just fine. Uh, we just went with this one. It's called Holy Hydrogen. It just had some features there that you really wanted. And one of them was to be able to finance because these things are a couple thousand bucks and uh, to be able to finance it over uh, 12 months and that we couldn't do that before with the other one. So this is 
And uh, I, I like the technology uh, uh, a little bit better, uh, the way they do it. They don't use lie. Uh, once again, lie is not an issue. Uh, um, we've used it for three years, and I hurt myself. It's fine. Uh, but uh, this is uh, just a technology that I think you'll uh, really like. Uh, you can make two quarts of hydrogen water um, at one time, uh, 30 seconds in the morning, and you're good to go. I like that, to have two quarts, and then I put them in glass jars, and that's what I drink. So that's good. That's a good thing. So this has some features that we really liked, uh, so that's what we want with this one. It's on oneradionetwork.com. You can see the ad. Use promo code ONERADIO, and you get $100 off. $100 off. $100 off. Holy hydrogen. Holy hydrogen. Previously with Brandon Amalani of Shen Blossom, talking about our very special ginseng. And you don't want something that's been corrupted coming into your body, like the ginseng is a super important example of that. You know, when you're using aggressive alcohols and solvents, it has a, it has a strange effect with um, ginseng in the sense that when you're not only over-processing it, but putting it in really aggressive alcohols, what's going to happen is that you're going to flip the chemistry on some of the uh, androgenic. Naturally, it's androgenic. It's going to basically protect the telomeres and, and add life to the body and, and protect the genetic replication of the cells. But it's also going to boost the androgens and boost the, the male hormones in the body. But if you incubate it in really aggressive alcohol, it flips those to become estrogenic. Now, estrogens, phytoestrogens are not necessarily bad in balance, but you really don't want that with your ginseng, especially if you're getting like a really high quality, a really old root, something that's very special. You want to like treat it with care and make sure it's delivering what ginseng has to offer. Just a short clip from Brandon talking about the way they do the ginseng, just to give you a better idea of where this company is coming from, the quality and the ethics. Brandon and the Shen Blossom link on OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. I knew that way with Adam Bergstrom. Adam, tell folks about your websites and what they can find when they visit. Oh, let me let me put you books. on the solar books. time. Books. Books, 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 and more books. <laughs> And we appreciate people buying our books. We need extra money in January here with all the stuff going on. And uh, we appreciate a lot of people bought our books in December, and we're hoping for a good month this month, too. You'll have a good even, month. Even though it started out slow. But <laughs> yeah. people are probably having uh, problems with the weather where they are, too, because we really have had steady snow. In fact, I'm looking out. Now to make sure our drain doesn't overflow, it looks like a, we got a lake out there. Wow, that's just crazy. Yeah, we got we got sandbags, doubled up sandbags. There's sandbags up the hill, sandbags in the driveway, sandbags all over. Because when it rained last time, the rain came pouring down like a river down the road. Now they have supposedly the big dig that. Uh, absorb some of it but that's mostly in oprah's neighborhood not ours and we also have 
basically hair nets up in the canyons that keep the debris from rolling down. And remember, there, there were boulders that came down in the uh, 2018 flood. Boulders as big as school buses came rolling down the mountain and just took out homes like bowling pins. <laughs> oh. 23 people went on cosmic vacation. They, 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 they to show you the uh, how incompetent some uh, what do you call it, the morticians are, or whatever they are. Uh, they, they found one body they had missed for three years that was one teenager, and they found him and thought they had found him for six months till they realized it was dog bones. <laughs> <laughs> who, could so, who killed this? Who killed this? Yeah. We can really trust the, uh, what is the term for the forensic experts who do that? They uh, they found a dog instead of a teenager yeah, right. and didn't figure it out till someone else, a second opinion, came in and said, hey, that's a dog. Here's an email from Janice, I think. Janice? I think she knows you. Um, Hi, Adam. There are no accidents or mistakes. I am doing evidential mediumship now. And just yesterday had an interaction with Bill Vance. He's on the other side. And he shows me that his passing was by a car accident. That it threw him a curve. He was showing me that he's getting hit on his driver's side and never recovering, hoping all is well with you. Do you know what she's talking about? Wow, I know Bill Vance really well. And he disappeared off the face of the earth. The last time I saw him, he said he was going to disappear and no one would know where he went. And uh, and then he said, but then he saw my look of alarm and said, but you'll know. But I haven't. Well, now you know now because Janice says that she's she's communicated with him and that he, he, he's left this plane. He's gone. Wow. Do you, know, do you have a last name? Because I think that I know who that might be. Richards. Yes. <laughs> I know her well. <laughs> wow, how fascinating. How fascinating. That is really fascinating. Yeah, Bill and I had a uh, a really interesting relationship. We, When we got together, we were psychic. Like one time, <laughs> uh, my rent would be an addition of the gas bill, the electric bill, and the rent would vary from time to time. Uh, and so... It was very inexpensive in the mobile home I lived, but he was my roommate for a while. And one time he said, oh, the rent is here. Uh, I'm going to see what it is. And I said, $283.42. He looked at me strange. Then he went and picked it up, and it was exactly that amount. He said, how did you do that? I said, Bill, you know, when we get together, this happens all the time. Anything can happen. And I could go on and on with William Vance stories, but he was a very good friend, and I regret that if that is true. And uh, uh, my friend Janice uh, has talents. She's a very interesting person uh, uh, and a Dono initiate and uh, a very good friend of mine. I haven't seen her in a long time, and I was kind of concerned about her. So um, I'm glad she found that you. she's still in her earthly realm. She, so many of my people, so many of my friends are dead my, my, <laughs> on cosmic vacation. That uh, I, I well, that's because you've been around here. for a few years, dude. That's <laughs> I've been here a long time. Yeah. Um, good morning, you two rascals. I asked this question <laughs> last time when. Anne was on, but 
Oh, before, but then he lost the connection. Okay, no matter how much good fat I feed my husband, his cholesterol is always low, like 160. Even though his triglycerides are high and his good cholesterol is low, how can I get his cholesterol up? Could antidepressants medications have anything to do with it? Because I would think not. Um, he complains about brain fog and his depression. So, wow. So his, his, his big cholesterol number is only 160. That's really low. Well, remember, the, the good cholesterol, according to Ray Pete, might be the bad cholesterol. All it basically means is one cholesterol takes it out, one takes it in. Well, they say the one taking it in is bad, but you need it. You, you can't get an erection. You can't get a whole bunch of things going on in your body without it. So it's not the bad cholesterol. They're both good. One is just uh, the garbage taking it out, and one is the garbage taking it in. But at one time, they believed that the garbage taking it out was good because you're getting rid of that junk. But they And so they made the one coming in is bad. Again, cholesterol is good. So I don't see any problem with 160 at all being yeah, but that's low. low or high. That's low. Yeah, low or high. Even, even, even I have a friend that's perfectly healthy with 80 cholesterol. So no kidding. They, these, these readings, uh, first of all, cholesterol is healthiest when it's inside the cell. They never measure it inside the cell and out cell as a ratio. They need a ratio. What they need to do is measure it in the serum, measure it in the cell, and measure the ratio between them. That's the only way you get an That's accurate reading. Happen, right? Otherwise, you, people so, waste their time getting So how can this lady help her husband? Uh, he's on antidepressants, um, and he has brain fog, and, uh, and you know, he's just not, not a happy guy. What could he eat that would help him get get some? Work? I would suspect the antidepressants is being part of the problem, and hopefully he's on as little drugs as possible. But I would recommend solar nutrition, and if a person would do it, mind hack to find out who's the matter with him, because I find it's always who's the matter. It's the cause of the cause of the cause. If you go back all the way, sure. but uh, otherwise, solar nutrition and uh, and find out where's the joy in his life is gone because people get sick for a reason can, can you imagine neo talking to morpheus and saying i have a rash are you sure you can't even the oxygen is not real so you have a rash neo are you still thomas anderson or are you neo did i pick the wrong guy so it's who's the matter with this it's not what or even when, when is more important, but it's who is the matter with us that causes the problem. And I've, I've never found an exception to the rule in all the thousands of people I've worked on. Right. So worked it's, always, it's always about a relationship with, either it could be with God, it could be with your teacher, it could be with your wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, could be. Never, never with God, I've never found it. In the two cases they said it was God they hated, it was a father drama. Because in patriarchal societies, we think of God as a father. If we're in a matriarchal one, it would probably be a mother, but I've never worked on anyone in a matriarchal culture. So, so far, it's been nothing but uh, but uh, father. Uh, you can't have a trauma with God. Well, <laughs> if, I, if I you couldn't, too, if, if there are some people that are, you know, I don't want to criticize anybody, but they got this whole fear of God thing going. 
you know, they say Parker that I'm a, a God fearing, you know, whatever. That's a little. It comes from the Father. That's a little dysfunctional. It is, and it comes from the Father from the because Father. they they make they make God into something you can see and, and hear, and of course, God manifests as human beings, and uh, and uh, in fact, <clears throat> there is a religion called the Five Percenters, where they believe in Allah, which is arm, leg, leg, arm. Look in the mirror, and you'll see God. Isn't that cool? <laughs> is Allah. That Allah. Allah. Oh no. Oh, wait, a, a arm, leg, leg, arm, head, Allah. Look in the mirror and see God. Yeah. Um, okay, I like that. That sounds fun. Let's see here. Let me see if I can get to Yawn that. and stretch, by the way. Yawn and stretch, boy. Yeah, if you can't figure anything else to do, yawning and stretching, even when people are paralyzed, they can move their arms sometimes when they do an extended yawn. So when people don't know anything else to do, they can certainly yawn and stretch. Mm -hmm. I heard Adam talk about how grapefruit is not the best choice of citrus to eat. Can you further clarify about why that is and why orange is a better option? Does grapefruit inhibit weight loss? Oranges have been around since almost the beginning of time. They came from the Himalayan mountains. Grapefruit is a new uh, genetically created, uh, naturally genetically created creation. And unfortunately, it doesn't mix with certain drugs. Uh, there, it, it, it will mix with uh, coffee and mix with some, uh, some other uh, foods, but it has a profound effect on many foods and many drugs. That's why doctors warn about it. And do you remember a book? I don't know if they still put it out yearly, The People's Pharmacy. That's where I first read about the dangers of grapefruit. And it's been well known since the 80s that it, you have to be very careful what you mix it with. Now, I don't mix citrus with anything except maybe honey and maybe almonds in rare cases. But uh, grapefruit just does not, it's not friendly to other foods and it's not friendly to your organs. So uh, once in a while, no problem. It does have quinine in. You could try it for the flu or something like that if you wanted to during that time. But on an extended use, it's uh, counterproductive food. Here's an email from John. I don't know where he is. I get heartburn from time to time. I've been researching it, and I see some people that advocate taking apple cider vinegar for heartburn. Uh, can Adam explain why this would work, and is it a good idea? Thanks. Uh, it's not really a good idea, but if you're careful with apple cider vinegar, and make sure it's mixed uh, two teaspoons at the maximum, two teaspoons of honey and an eight ounce glass of water, never in the morning, only in midday and afternoon. I probably told you, Patrick, at the time in 1970, I was diagnosed with incurable arthritic gout. Yeah. And in three days, I got rid of it by taking that formula. I, I saw in an ARE journal that uh, you're supposed to take it with a calcium supplement three times a day. I felt bad about taking it for breakfast. I took it at lunch and dinner. Three days later, it was over. And guess what? Since I was well, why would I take apple cider vinegar after that? So I got well and I stopped taking it. So I only use it as a medicine. Okay, so that's interesting. Two teaspoon of ACV, 
And you should do the one with the mother, right? The, you know, the good stuff, the organic. That's better. Yeah. I, at that time, I didn't have that option. <laughs> but you can no get that. You can get the good stuff. Then. Yeah. And now I do. I have some in the. That's got some probies. So two teaspoons, two teaspoons of honey in how much water? Eight ounces. Eight ounces. And you don't do it in the morning. You do it maybe. So would this help this person uh, with the uh, heartburn? I, I haven't seen it work for heartburn. I've seen it work for arthritic gout. And the people who take, say, take a teaspoon of it, it makes it worse. And I have friends who followed Kevin, what's his name? He was a big uh, health food guy at one time, wrote books. And he was good about uh, criticizing the Federal Trade Commission and the FDA and all that. Kevin something or other. But he recommended that. And my friends who tried it got worse heartburn by yeah. taking it. So Too much? Uh, I mean, they took too much? Yep. Actually, heartburn is mechanical. So all you have to do is freeform dance for a few days and it's all gone. Freeform, That's how I got rid of mine. Just freeform. So it's freeform. It's a mechanical yeah. thing with the esophagus and the stomach and and the diaphragm. Something's not happy, right? Yeah. See, we have a, a valve called the cardiac valve. Incorrect. It's not a valve. It's loose. So obviously, our stomachs can get so distorted. Mine is down to my pubic bone. And many people's are like that, too. So here's where the valve is. The stomach is down here. And it's, it's right nearby. It's slanted on the side. But when people droop like that, you have to get the food up to that valve. And that's really difficult. So one thing to help it is do uh, shoulder stands, head stands, things like that help move the food around and never lie down after eating your food. That's that's a good way to create heartburn. I see. And then just the mechanical the mechanics of it will cure the problem. Heartburn can happen from over alkaline stomach and can happen from an over acid stomach. It doesn't matter. It's simply mechanics. You think it's okay. I feel like too because I went through my share of heartburn and I came to that that conclusion that it was a more spiritual thing that um, overthinking would then change the mechanics you know of things you know what I mean it was like because uh, I never I never figured out anything acid alkaline with the heartburn I had no, nothing worked you know nothing and I got to the point yep. where I just knew it was a mechanical, spiritual thing. Something was going on, right? I got mine at the time because I, uh, I was my my biology was saying I wanted another child, and I was in my sixties at that time, and so uh, I had a maroon trauma associated with it. So I tried cranberry, which was the color, the correct color with uh, another food at a transition time and I got the, uh, a really bad case of heartburn wouldn't go away. Oranges helped, but it, but then it wasn't until I did freeform dancing that I got rid of it. In fact, on the way to Sufi camp, mm. someone held up a cranberry juice to me and I got instant, car instant heartburn, serious heartburn from looking at the cranberry wow. juice. Wow. So I knew it was... In here, sure. it wasn't then, in here. And then freeform dancing would would uh, contribute to the idea that you're putting forth of a mental, emotional, spiritual thing because that's when you kind of let go and, you know. 
Yeah, see, people usually are confined to certain movements, and they're very mechanical. If you look, the older a person gets, the less movement they are. Look at a kid; they roll around. Right. They're always told, "Sit in that chair." You know, you have ADHD because you move because you're healthy. Uh, that's what we tell the kids. So when you move around like that, and here's some recommendations: pretend that you're in water up to your neck and the waves are coming in and you're moving like the waves are moving you you have no idea how the waves are going to do now one way to do that is go out in the ocean if you're near the ocean you can do that like that the other one is pretend you're a kite and the gusts of winds are blowing you around this way and that way in other words it must be spontaneous no one two one two one two it must be totally spontaneous and do any kind of movement that you would normally not do yeah because yeah. we're trained to sit in class and sit straight don't put your hands in your pocket don't do this don't do that we are totally brainwashed from kindergarten and nursery school on up yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and we get robots what do we expect <laughs> from henry what does adam think about hanging upside down on your feet with one of those contraptions what do they call those things um you know, where you, where you hang upside down. You put your feet in the stirrups, and then you hang upside down. Oh, yeah. What were they uh, called you those? Know, they're uh, uh, bat shoes, we used to call them. <laughs> what do you think about those? Do you think it's good? They, they have a problem. Uh, and I think it might have contributed to the fact that I needed glasses for 23 years. Adano warned me uh, that if you... Uh, if you put those bat shoes on and they constrict your ankles, it affects your eyes. And I saw a martial arts movie with him when I first met him. We went to the midnight martial arts movies. And this guy ties tourniquets around his ankles. And then he runs to the house and runs through the house with his head, using his head as a battering ram and goes completely through the house. So I asked Adano, why did he tie the the, the uh, towels around his ankles to protect his eyes. So later, I loved the bat shoes so much, I'd go to the gym where they had them and fall asleep in them. <laughs> I'd, I'd wake up a half hour later in the bat shoes. And then my eyesight went out shortly after that for 23 years and came back mysteriously one day for I, I did certain solar things like carrots, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I really think it was a contributing fact to me, my eyesight being so bad for a while. Now, I have one of those. I, I don't use it hardly at all. But um, it really doesn't constrict the ankles, the one I have. It, it just holds them, you know? Just well, kind of, yeah. Is that? That's okay. If you're on a slant board, I was on the just ones you hang from a bar. Yeah, but if you with have this one, you can, board, you can go any way you want, or you can hang upside down like a bat, too. I bone <laughs> one of those, and I, did, I, did, I tried to do 20 minutes every two hours, every acupuncture meridian when I was awake. And what, what did that do for you? I did it for years. Well, according to Adano, it prevents dementia. <laughs> uh, if you look at iridology, you'll see something called the Arcus Selenus. Sometimes it goes completely around the eye, but actually mostly it's on the top and then there's a residue at the bottom. And that's because it doesn't get shaken up. And just like if you have an oil and let it sit, all the residue goes to the bottom and then the foam is at the top. So we get dementia by simply standing up vertical all the time. Yeah. I can have as much as a hundred, if I stand up straight, I can have 120 millimeters of mercury in my feet 
and zero up here. So the blood is meant to flow. And when you move, it makes it flow. And when you go upside down, all kids know to somersault. They love to somersault. And somersaults stand on your hands, ahead. I, I used to love to walk on my hands at the beach. That was, that was what I did. I couldn't go to the beach without walking on my hands. And it definitely is, it helps your brain to shake things up and have gravity put 120 millimeters in your, of mercury in your head instead of your feet. Joe, <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound good. <clears throat> When Adam stays, oh, when Adam says with calcium, what does he mean a supplement or how much when he says, mention calcium? At that time, I wouldn't do it. And at that time, I didn't know much about, I hadn't worked in the health food industry, even though I'd listened to Carlton Fredericks and Adele Davis, all of that stuff, of course. I was taking things. But uh, I didn't know which one to take, and I chose the lactate at the time. Uh, the only one I wouldn't take is the calcium uh, citrate, which actually is close to an oxalate. They don't tell you that, too. I found that out in the Merck Manual is the book I was trying to think of uh, previously. But anyway, uh, it worked with calcium for me, so uh, I, I'm not for calcium supplements, but in the case of what I did, it worked for me. I just did it for three or four days, and that's all I took it. And I guess I threw it away. I never did use the. I never finished the bottle of apple cider vinegar. Hmm. See, uh, to me, it's like uh, if you take a medicine that fixes you, it's like starting your car while you're driving down the freeway. Why would I do that? I wear out my starter, and it's already started. Once it's started, you fix the problem. I go back to food, just like which is gasoline. I don't need to be working on my uh, car. To me, medicine is something you use when you're needing an adjustment. And then you stop need it. a tune-up yeah, or then something. Then stop it. Yeah, then stop it. Yeah. Oh. Do you think there's any chance the rains in Monte Montecito will wash Harry and make it away? <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, right now it's actually a little less out there we're in danger of flooding but we've been doing the elemental song to protect us and like i say you know I, i'm going to tell you something this could be a coincidence but we realized after doing the ele elemental song we have to go to the farmer's market and now it's going to rain and we're going to get all wet and soaked uh, out there and uh, so we decided we're going to go anyway and the rain stopped just before we left and the sun came out and we went to the market and just after we finished about 45 minutes of the market i'm getting in the car it starts pouring <laughs> and i just barely made it in and then i went to sprouts to shop some more the rain stopped i went in i came out and started raining again <laughs> so that's how the elemental song is supposed to work it i have usually used it to protect me from the elements rather than bring on the rain but in this case we felt compassion for the farmers mm, and see? the local farmers and we we asked for a gentle rain we did the elemental song and whether a correlation does not prove causation but here it is, and we've done really well. They, I can show you the mandatory uh, uh, order, a full page in the newspaper to get the heck out of Dodge uh, last week. They said it was coming in, 
and it wimped out. It was almost nothing. It was a gentle rain all night and even didn't rain part of the time. It was supposed to be flooding. They had the sheriff talking for a half hour on the news station how you got to get out of your area. If you are going to stay there, don't expect to get out for a few days and hunker down. The electricity was going to be out. Nothing happened. Never let, a good, crisis go, never let a good crisis go to waste, you know? That's right. Never. And when you ask for rain, when you pray for rain, you got to deal with some mud. You know, that's just the way it works. That's the way it works. Hi, Adam Bergstrom. Um, in his last show, Adam talked about fasting for three days, then eating a big meal for a day, then fasting for three days again. Could he explain it a bit more, why he does? Oh, I, I didn't. I, did you say that? I did. <laughs> Uh, you know, if you're going to fast, and, and I'm not really a big uh, fast in versus slowing. When you eat solar nutrition, you're fasting, you're not slowing. So a fast is to, to actually speed you up. Well, for three days it does. Your body is trying to adjust to it. After three days, what happens? The body says, hey, there's no food. We're going to shut down the metabolism. So how can you detox if everything's shut down? So if you really want to fast and really detox, then, and it's and it's a tough deal, you eat for three days, and then you, you know, you fast for three days, you eat one day. You fast for three days, you eat one day. Hmm. And then that's a really tough go. Everybody knows, and how many times have you heard this? Uh, the first three days are the toughest. Once you fast for three days, it's easy. I've done it for 15 days because it is easy after the third day. In fact, after 15 days, I got worried. I said, you know, I'm not hungry. I better eat something because I don't think 15 days is a good idea to be fasting here. Hmm. I was taking oil. I was doing the gallbladder thing, so I was getting some calories from the oil. Oh, sure. So I didn't lose any So when you fast, really. you would just do water then? Just do water? I, I wouldn't use water. I think uh, I think what fasting does is move toxins, but in most people, it moves them into the bone and deeper, not out. You have to really know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing and you can be guaranteed that they're going out and not in and are tested and know it for sure, then fasting is great. I have no problem with it. But in our toxic society, we've become so toxic now. Glyphosate is water-soluble. It's not even the worst. There are so many dangerous oil-soluble chemicals and pesticides and and uh, viruses. We've got every kind of side in the world that they're putting on the land that uh, we're very toxic now. And if you drive it deeper into the bone, instead of let the body naturally through timing detoxify it, which it will, the liver is designed to detoxify. The glands and the enzymes, they're designed to detoxify. We often get in the way of the process. So, and you think then, your experience has been that solar nutrition, eating the fruits and the meat and then the roots and potatoes at night uh, helps the body to detoxify, right? It, it speeds you up. An engineer friend of mine explained it like this. If you have, if you have water in your hand, you do this. And each time you do it, you get a little more out. So by, if you feel toxified, you follow up your meal with the next growth period. So if I eat almonds for breakfast and I have indigestion, 
then I would go to tomatoes in the middle of the day or those type of foods, and that would clear the process. And since I discovered that, it's worked. Whenever I do something wrong or have the wrong food, because even the best food can have a poison in it, you know, it can accumulate oxalates, it can accumulate glyphosate. Well, then you'll detoxify yourself with the next meal. And it's a miracle because you'll have a bellyache and you just take the next meal in growth pattern, bellyache's gone. Just goes, just goes away. Um, yeah, and most of the fasting thing, they always want you to break the fast gently, you know, a little bit of fruit and a little bit of vegetable juice and that kind of thing. So this idea would be completely contrary to that. But you're a good contrarian, so we would only expect that from you. Right? Is, I've been uh, called a contrarian even among contrarians. <laughs> here's one for you. Is drinking carbonated soda water particularly bad for your teeth? Soda water. What do they mean by soda water? Hmm. Uh, I think like Coca-Cola or even oh, seltzer water. And not really. It's often told that way. But the thing that is worse for the teeth is the things that stick. You ever eat a cracker and you see all that stuff? on the teeth there but when you even have white sugar or you have a coca-cola room down it goes now just to make sure it would be good to rinse your mouth afterwards uh just swish some water around in your mouth then you're going to be sure because some things can stick but the bacteria love to stay on the surface of the teeth where they can grow in all that debris when i used to eat bread and uh, a lot of carbohydrates i could take my finger and scrape off white stuff all over the place that's bacteria breeding breeding grounds right there and that's what causes the cavities not the acids well if you have if you hold uh, apple juice in your mouth for like a half hour you're gonna have tooth decay <laughs> there's no way around you're gonna have it. because uh, all foods are acid people don't understand that when you first get a food they're all acid 99.9 percent of them you can check the list but they leave an alkaline ash when we process them in our bodies and so then you get alkalinity so but all of your fruit and all of that their first start out as acid to protect themselves uh from uh they protect themselves that way and uh so you have to be careful that it stays in your mouth and well you've seen what carbohydrates do and uh breads and crackers they leave that little residue on your mouth that you can scrape off easily with your fingernail it gets in the sulcus and you don't do that if you just take sugar water and then rinse your mouth after it's gone Mm -hmm. anything it does is down south in your body not in your teeth and i want you to do a little experiment you see that wire that's coming from your headphones uh, the wire yeah uh, this one yeah take that and pull that down and put it underneath your the, the thing that you're talking you got it on top of it pull it yeah, there you go pull it down I think it's making noise. I keep hearing this noise, and I think it's bouncing because you move around a lot. Leave it, leave it under there, and let's see if it. I have ADHD. Now, is it underneath it now? I think it is. Can even hold it up like that. No, you don't, no, don't you need to do that? Just so I just don't want it on top of your the little thing that's coming down because. I think it's bouncing around and making noise. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if that is. Let's see if that is. I've just got a theory because I, I keep hearing this something clicking around, but I don't know what it is. <clears throat> but um, so we'll see. So um, I am. I am very mobile, anyways. <laughs> no, that's all right. You know, it's good if you want to move around. It's fine. Uh, I think that 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 wire hits hits your little mouthpiece, and it's 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 a it's a disturbing. Um, can you put it behind you? That wire behind you. Yes. See, maybe I can do this. <clears throat> yeah, we'll Any see. better? Yeah, we'll see. Well, you have to wait till you move around and talk, and then I can see. Um, here's one for you. Ray Pete did not believe that consuming clays with reported health benefits was a good idea because undesirable elements like aluminum could react with the stomach acid and become even more problematic. Does Adam believe this as well, or does he think that the occasional use of bentonite clay, uh, soft phosphate clay, um, green clay, and all that is good for you? If it's used occasionally, I find no trauma. Now, my first experience with bentonite, I went to a Donald, and on this finger, which is the index finger is the colon finger, the large intestine finger, descending colon. I had this big bump and a large bump, and I was beginning to worry that it was a cancer or some kind of a tumor. So I asked him, what do I do for this? And he said, that's a blockage in your transverse colon. Go home and take an enema and take a tablespoon of bentonite. And I asked, What's bentonite? <laughs> and he looked annoyed, <laughs> like because I didn't know it. He walks into his office and comes out with a big tablespoon, says, open your mouth, shoved it in my mouth. I went home and took an enema, and that thing that had been there for 10 months was completely Whoa. gone the next day. Wow. So I'm not going to disbentonite, but I think taking it over long periods of time can actually deplete your good minerals and your bad minerals and that's why they tell you take more minerals but that just seems a little foolish again i got rid of the problem why would i take dentonite after getting rid of the problem right. well, but i'm pro brentonite yeah. sony's number nine is that the name of the one that i took hmm. this is uh, an email about um <laughs> it's funny they're, they're they were thinking about me and uh, building muscle, do you think Patrick would benefit from eating sugar to help build muscle? So that's interesting. I think you mentioned one time that sugar helps build muscle. Is that true, sugar? As as a uh, sugar sparing, is a sparing, a protein sparing. In other words, instead of burning your muscle, you burn the sugar. So a certain amount of sugar, and it doesn't take as much as I take no. to do that, it's a good idea. That's why that video you sent me, he said all societies use carbohydrates. There has never been a society on earth. It would be something that I have said over and over on your show many times too, and certainly the Vibrant Gal, that there's never been a keto diet ever in history. He said the same thing because they always had carbohydrates 
and lots of good quality proteins. Weston A. Price endorsed that same thing. And, uh, but so you need it a certain amount. My amount, I'm, ex- I'm an experiment. Yeah, you're I don't experiment. recommend you go buy 50 pound bags of sugar. Ray Pete did it. He did pretty well. He made it to 86. I'm glad to be around at 81 and, uh, and still really energetic and everything. And it hasn't given me diabetes. They put my father on a keto diet for diabetes and he died at 54. Hmm. Wiped out his eyes first and his kidneys and he was gone. He left at kidney time, by the way, because diabetics often leave at kidney time. So do heart people. They tend to die at 6 o'clock. Okay, our experiments with the wire proved to be true. So that wire was knocking on your, and it still does a little bit. If, If you all could, do you think you could find an extension for that wire sometime so you could put it behind you so it doesn't touch your mouthpiece? Maybe. Maybe I can figure out something. Well, you don't have to do it right now, but maybe for the next time. Yeah, even wrap a piece of cloth around so it doesn't make that noise against it. Yeah, Yeah. when it hits the mouthpiece, it clicks. It makes a noise. Yeah. But if you can can get it kind of behind you some way, um, it's probably not long enough to do it now. Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, when it hits that mouthpiece, it clunks. It makes noise. It clunks. Um... Hi, Patrick, could Another you ask? thing I could do is hold it slightly up because when it rubs, oh, I don't it want rubs you to against my BMF. I don't yeah, want you to do no that. Problem. I don't want you to do that. Uh, hi, Patrick, because you use your hands a lot. I think you're Italian. Hi, Patrick, this is from Rob in Virginia. Could you ask Adam his thoughts, experience with high-speed roller coasters and the likes <laughs> and the likes and their effects on the body? Thank you. <laughs> High-speed roller coasters on the effects in the body. That's a new one. You know, I uh, I love roller coasters, uh, even though uh, my parents, or my mother, rented to a lady in the back. And at Pacific Ocean Park, or maybe it was at uh, the other park in L.A., it went off the track. <laughs> and they it, she survived. It hung off the track, and they had to come up and climb up and rescue everybody out there and take them down. So when I first went on a roller coaster, I went because it was for free. I said, well, if I'm going to die, I'm not going to pay for it, so Mm -hmm. I'll go on for free. And I loved it so much that after that, that's the only way. I'll go to an amusement park. That was it. Roller coaster, get in line again and again and again and again. And my son is the roller coaster freak of all time. He had to get a big roller coaster. Roller coasters weren't enough for him. So he loved the one up in uh, Santa Cruz. That's the one that he did love, which was big enough. It had to be big. And the one at Magic Mountain, too. Other roller coasters, too, too sissified. Can't go on those. That's funny. That's <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think roller coasters are great. Oh, I think yeah. they're uh, wonderful. And uh, if I owned an amusement park, I'd probably be on one every day. Probably so. And plus, it's kind of fun to go through things that you might fear, right? And go through the whole scary thing. It's it's, it's healthy, right? It's healthy. Yep. I'm never going to do skydiving or bungee jumping. Oh, I would like, like to do skydiving. I would. Wouldn't you do that? You've never done that. 
I have a friend of mine that didn't survive. <laughs> That's one. He was an adventurer. He floated down the Colorado River holding on to an airbag all the way down. He did all these things, and he skydived a lot. And one time, it didn't open. Didn't open. And he splatted out, yeah. I, oh, boy, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Talk about a little yeah, he fear. Yeah, he was a cool guy, too. It was uh, really a shame. Talk about the fear from from the moment you, you realize that your chute is not opening to you splat. That's, that wouldn't be good to go through that. That would be... <laughs> nope. <laughs> That'd be a time when you... And of really... course, a lot of people have done it a million times and <laughs> survived, so, but uh, it just happened to my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been doing a little bit of coconut sugar just for fun after hearing you say, my, you know, I don't feel any kind of negative effects from it at all. Just, you know... Kind of a nice sugar. It works on uh, when I have a, a an abscess, hmm. it heals it, and huh. I'd read that it also works on bed sores and all kinds of things. And so, it was a medicine for bed sores. And if you look back, it was a medicine for all kinds of things back in the day. Hmm. But sugar is so cheap, you gotta demonize it so you can sell expensive drugs god they got drugs now selling for fifty thousand dollars a year and things like that my sugar a, a 50 pound bag of sugar cost me 34 dollars 50 pounds of sugar that lasts me two or three months and it's pretty I got yeah. some of it and it's pretty easy for these gurus and i'm not putting them down but it's just pretty easy for these experts that on this or that or keto or carnivore or whatever vegetarian to get down on sugar because it's an easy it's an easy kill right because everybody believes sugar is bad so if you say it's bad everybody believes you so again yep right it's usually the the small words that are bad salt is only four letters must be bad fat (laughs) is three letters it must be the worst really bad sugar is five letters (laughs) (laughs) yeah but if you have something with a really long name oh it must be good for you (laughs) I scored some very nice uh, organic, grass-fed A2, which is like the favorite cows, the people think it's the best cow, uh, uh, salted butter at a, at a farm up in, in um, Pennsylvania. And boy, you talk about good. I mean, I just have it on the counter. It's getting kind of soft, and you could just go by and take a whole tablespoonful of it, and it tastes like, tastes like heaven. You know, it's like, whoa, man. <laughs> really good. We bought uh, two large containers of it at the farmer's market Saturday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you guys can get raw butter there, raw. right? We have a, a good company. Well, they used to be at the farmer's market. We get it at Sprouts now. It's the same company supplies it. We know the people involved. We've met the owners. We met a guy who uh, unfortunately was going to move to Chile. Poor guy. Now he's going to have a passport. Back then, Chile was really free. Uh, but anyway, we get it from uh, this one company in California that uh, their their dairy burned down twice, and some think it was deliberate. They want to put them out of business. Yeah, <laughs> you don't do milk though. You can get raw milk, but you don't do that. Yeah, I don't like raw milk. I do drink kefir uh, uh-huh. from time to time. I buy it, but uh, I've never been a fan of milk, uh, even though I was raised on it. I drank two quarts minimum a day for thirty years. Really? You know? Wow. My parents would say, drink some water, for God's sake. You're costing us money drinking all that milk. I just run inside, grab the milk container, glug, 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 glug. And uh, coming home from work, I drink four eight-ounce glasses of milk coming home from work. 
the whole court. And I felt guilty because all the cholesterol up here, you know. Oh, I'm doing my heart. Well, one more glass. Uh, one more glass. One more glass. One more glass. <laughs> Not knowing that I was being healthy. I warm up a little goat's milk at night and put some cardamom in there and maybe a little sugar. And that's kind of fun just to have a, something before bed, you know, kind of. Maybe goat's milk is healthier than is cow's it? milk. Even Adano had nothing against goat milk, and particularly goat cheeses and feta cheese, feta cheese made from a, a goat and sheep. Yeah, it's uh, actually healthy. And, of course, donkey milk is the healthiest of all, and our pioneers use donkey milk all the time to raise kids. Know, you can raise a kid on donkey milk. <laughs> donkey milk, yeah. I think, we, I think this farm uh, where I get my butter you can get donkey milk and also camel's milk mm. too. I think you can get camel's milk there too. This guy's That's supposed to be pretty good too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, camel's milk too. Well, kiddo, here we are. I I don't think we offended too many people. We did pretty good. <clears throat> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you guys are just enduring your rain, right? You're just having fun. Enjoying the rain. It's going to be raining for a while. I have to take uh, its trash day today, so I have to run out there and uh, get wet a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, I used to love Texas rains because they were warmer than California rains. Yeah. I used to love to walk in the rain, you know. It's just great. They're cold. Like taking a shower, oh. naturally. So are they predicting lots of uh, mudslides because of all this rain? Uh they are, yeah, but mostly it's been coastal damage because the waves have been so large. It took out something at the Yacht Club. It took out a restaurant in Goleta. And at Elwood Beach, where the Japanese actually attacked us in 1942, shelled the oil fields there in Elwood. Now the restaurant there was totally trashed, and the parking lot is nothing but debris coming in from the ocean. So they're plowing the entire parking lot and it's going to happen again because we're having rain again now yeah. for two more days and then it starts again in a few days again well you know whatever whatever the reason it came I mean you guys were going through drought hell you might as well you know shore up the water right this will fill up the lakes and a lot of snow oh, yeah. did they get a lot of snowfall too around northern california lots of snowfall oh. lots of snowfall elsinore tahoe is ridiculous you know they in fact you, you people couldn't even move around in tahoe they had so much uh snow and the main place for snow the coldest place in california is Truckee, california if you want to find out how much snow they have uh, they often close the highway going over to reno from san francisco there because uh, Truckee has so much snow do you uh, do you do you know uh, the movie star jeremy renner it doesn't sound it sounds familiar but i can't think of what um, he's been in oh he's been in a lot of a lot of stuff. He's really a good actor. Um, a lot of stuff with um, uh, Taylor Sheridan. Um, anyway, just a great actor. He lives up in um, Tahoe area, up in, up in there, and they had so much snow that he's got one of oh. these huge snow plows. Huge. And, I saw that. Oh, my God. And so he was helping a neighbor trying to get their car that was... And this whole thing rolled over on him. Oh my God! So he's yeah, in, he's in the hospital. Yeah, he's really a. Yeah, you, some of his movies are just 
Really good. Really good stuff. Yeah. Wind River. California is getting so bad now that remember Hillary Swank? She played a transsexual. Yeah. She's moving from California. She's moving. Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of that one? That was. Uh, it was a good movie. Uh, cry. Cry. Uh, no. Something uh, like that. Yeah. It had cry in the title. Yeah, it was, it was. It was a good movie. Hillary Swank's a very good actress, and she's an amazing athlete. She played the boxer in Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. She played the uh, one of the Karate Kid movies as the female uh, star. Of course, they're getting woker and woker. You got to work women in, but she did did a really good job mm -hmm. in her acting career. You familiar she's with having Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was saying she's uh, having twins. Maybe that's why oh, she went to get right. her kid yeah. jack out of here. I, I saw I saw a video that she's having twins. Good for her. Yeah. Hey, are you were you ever a, a Sylvester Stallone fan? What about Sylvester Stallone? Were you ever he, a fan of his work, Sylvester? Yeah, some of his. Uh, I liked his Rambo better than his Rocky movies, frankly. And he didn't like the Rambo movies. He liked the Rocky movies, but. Uh, he varies. I found uh, he actually had his horse next to my friend Melissa Wolf's stable because she rode horses a lot. He had one up here in Santa Barbara. And uh, his acting is either very horrible or when it's good, it's excellent. I liked him in that one where uh, he comes back with uh, Wesley Snipes into the future. They freeze him as a penalty for being too rough. And then they bring him back into a... Uh, a goody-goody, nicey-nicey society where they don't know how to handle psychopathic murderers who is West, Wesley Snipes who gets away. And so they have to bring him back. And to go to the bathroom, you have to use the three seashells instead of the toilet paper. And you get fined every time you say a four-letter word or even a, anything even near a four-letter word. Good movie. And so he can, he can be really good in some of his movies. Yeah, I, I kind of like him this He's a very philosophical kind of guy. You see him on some little, those little clips of TikTok or something, if you go on YouTube, and he, he's very, uh, very deep thinker and spiritually evolved, and he talks a lot about just, you know, just don't think about what anybody says, just do what you want to do, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, he's really kind of, he's got a new thing out, you might see if you can, if you, I, can, I think you probably find it called Tulsa King, Tulsa King, and it's written and and produced by Taylor Sheridan, the fellow that does Yellowstone. You know Yellowstone, the big, the famous. So, and uh, it's really good. It's uh, Tulsa King, I'll, um, and it's um, um, good. Sylvester you know, Stallone. My favorite Stallone movie. I think it's called Carter. He's a huh. detective in Seattle. Did you see that movie? No. I've, I've seen it six times. I liked it so much. Oh, I'll have to yeah, check that, it out. that to me is his greatest movies. I think it's called Carter, and he's a detective in Seattle coming to investigate the death of his brother. And it was really, I'll have to really check it good. Out. But he sure he sure lasted a long time, hasn't he? I mean, he's probably around seventy five or eighty, isn't he? I think so. And his uh, his interview on the acting studio was really yeah. great. I saw him on the acting studio. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's a cool guy. And what I like about him is, you know, when he wrote Rocky, he said, this is for me. So they offered him triple for I know. the screenplay. He tells that story. <laughs> you know the story. He tells that story. 
telling folks what happened. They they wanted yeah, because he was he was working as a fry cook in a hot dog place, you know, at the time, and, and he he just would not settle. He said, "I'm doing it my way or not, or the highway." And so he got the role, and the rest, as they say, is history. His history He's yeah. one of the major stars now. Yeah, he uh, um, he he said he wrote that in three days too, Rocky. Wow, <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, that's no, what he that's said. That's impressive. He starts writing at three in the morning and quits at noon. Oh, is that right? Perfect for solar nutrition. Yeah, at noon, no more writing. Everything he gets up really early, three in the morning, and writes. And he writes a lot of screenplays that we don't even know about that get in movies. That uh, there's not a list of Sylvester Stallone uh, screenplays. He writes for other people too. Oh, I didn't know. Quite that. a writer. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, quite, quite, yeah, I just kind of like, like him. It's just something about him that's uh, kind of solid and, and you know real and authentic and pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. You know, John Travolta was a real fan of Stallone, and I don't, I don't know if you saw the TV show that he, they, they, whatever show he was on, they knew that he was a fan. So he started. They started talking about it. You really like him. And then Sylvester Stallone walks on stage and said, hi, John. <laughs> that was before John Travolta came back with Pulp Fiction and all of those movies when he was uh, the Saturday night, uh, whatever that movie was with the disco. Saturday Night Fever. Uh, thing. Yeah, Saturday Night Fever. That's uh, Saturday Night Fever. And uh, so he was thrilled because then he began bodybuilding too. They were both bodybuilding together at that time. Uh, yeah. Travolta's a cool guy. I've I've seen him on the Actors Studio too, very very genuine guy, you know, very kind of genuine, cool guy. Yeah. They attacked him for doing that L. Ron Hubbard movie, Did Battleship they? Earth, which I loved that movie. I've seen that one five or six Was times it good? too. Oh, I I think it's great. A lot of people hate that movie. It got the Rotten Apples movie of the year, but I thought it was one of the best sci-fi movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, you know, one can say what you want about uh, Scientology, and that's a whole other thing. That's the, the the organization, and they certainly have their issues. Right? I mean, we've seen enough <laughs> weird stuff. But uh, Hubbard, as you know, he had some pretty cool basic ideas about spirituality and uh, right being productive. And if you really listen deeply to Tom Cruise, and I have, he's got his you-know-what together. He's on it, you know what I mean? He understands that he creates his own reality. He understands that if you want to do something, you got to work for it. Um, he really understands that. And by the way, his recent latest movie made a billion dollars. So, I mean, he's doing something right. A billion dollars, over 1.2 billion, this, this yeah. thing. 1.2 billion, that movie. He's a good actor and an amazing athlete. Oh. And, you know... The thing he did, hanging from the cliff, that was for he's real. Do, he's, oh, he does all of his stuff, you know? The insurance company said they couldn't do it, but they flew up there in a <laughs> helicopter and did it anyway to put it in because they said, we, you cannot do that. We can't re risk the main actor in this movie that we're paying millions of dollars to do that stunt. Him hanging by his fingers, that was for real. What's, what's <laughs> he went the, up there with John Woo. Yeah, what's his latest uh, movie's name? The one he made all the money, what's the name? I think it was Top Gun. Top Gun was, Maverick, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, Maverick. And I haven't seen it, uh, but it's got all of this stuff from Jets and all of that. But every all everything that he did there, I've seen the interviews on it, he did 
they really take the shot. He didn't want to do any CGI, no computers. He had he had these yeah he had these cameras placed in the back of the plane, and the, and actually his actors were in the plane flying the thing. I mean, he didn't want any. It must be a hell of a movie. I haven't watched it because I don't know. Well, it is. They say it's not woke, but there is wokeness in oh, the movie. Oh, I bet but there it's is. Still oh. a good movie. Oh, and it's mean, based on Howard Hughes. You know, he did his first Hell's oh. Angels movie all live. People died making that movie. I think three pilots died making Hell's Angels. Was that a, was it a Howard Hughes movie? So the Maverick thing yeah. is based on Howard Hughes kind of stuff? Well, the same, kind, the same kind of idea. Howard Hughes wanted everything real. Yeah. And so to get the clouds in the sky, they had to wait for months. And, of course, <laughs> the movie the movie uh, company was going crazy when him being so fanatic about having to have the exact scene they finally got the clouds but they had to go to a special place in California to get the clouds in the background everything they didn't have CGI back then so it took him a long time and then they switched to sound so he had to dub in the sound to redo it and the studio was aggravated with that but then it became one of the greatest movies of all time won Academy Awards got the line at Grauman's Chinese went all the way down into LA from Hollywood what's it the name so of crowded. what's the name of uh, Hell's Angel I Hell. believe was the, the yeah. name of the uh, original script Hughes was a daredevil he was uh, one of the most amazing people of all time he was also a germaphobe right yeah and a conspirator he, he built underground they don't know about the underground uh, uh, caverns for genetic experiments when he was alive that he was doing up near Lompoc and now they bought 24,000 acres of property to hide that the government knows that is still there so <laughs> you can't make this stuff up it's like, you, you, but they do you can't make this stuff up but they do oh Hughes was into the government you know they retrieved the Russian uh, submarine they did all of these things and he ran uh, the government uh, conspiracy right there on Formosa Boulevard in Hollywood. Yeah, for years, right next to Warner Brothers. He was a piece of work, boy, wasn't he? He was. A- he was. He was. You got to got to admire him, yeah. though. He uh, he got in those planes, and you know he got. He was supposed to die when he hit hit a house in Beverly Hills, you know, and caught fire. And they said he was going to die, but he didn't die. He lived for decades after that crash. No. Crazy guy. Well, and Mr. didn't stop him from flying. <laughs> no, no. Well, Mr. B, it's always fun having you on. I'm glad we were, we were able to do a repeat here because of last... Is that what happened last week? Your your battery, yeah, your battery on your cell phone went out? Cause the new 4G phone is a piece of crap, practically. Yeah. <laughs> it has some advantages, but the battery wears down really quickly. And, and after it ran out, we couldn't call to find out what was happening because the power didn't come on until 5 oh, at yeah. night, well, 4, 4.30 at night. And, and we were, uh, so I figured a way to charge it up anyway using a little uh, uh, creativity, but it was difficult. How did you charge it up without electricity? went over to the neighbors and uh, and went into their shed and, and pr- plugged it in because they have solar power <laughs> oh cool well, that's good for you yeah it's nice to have nice to have it all right kiddo tell folks about uh your website where they can find your books uh solar nutrition.com here it is here it is and uh, we have new books. I'm working on a series called uh, Mind Over Matter. I'm 
writing the fifth one of it now. And we have all of our other books on mesmerism and mind hacking and solar nutrition. And I'm doing a dictionary called Woke Words for a, Wick- for a Wicked World, which is a dictionary of all these terms like gaslighting and uh slang names for occasional cortex and uh, dementia biden and stuff like that oh, that's so, a, you're gonna have your own little yeah have your own little woke woke dictionary good for you I'll be, yep I'll so be i've been big... working on it it's almost done uh i've got about uh well i've got quite a few words collected and i'm gonna probably have it done by the next time i talk to you and yeah, that'll be an ebook that people can get that in be an ebook too of all, all the uh, all the slang names we have for people and for the uh shots and for the vaccines and for the this yeah, and I the should, that I, I should get that as a screenwriter i can use that as some you know, i'll send it to you yeah, yeah some, some grist for when my, it's done yeah yeah cool that'd be fun mm-hmm. use some of those words in in the films all right, kiddo, I love you. Thanks to a vibrant gal for taking care of you, keeping you out of trouble. And that, yeah, we fixed the wire, man. That that just fixed the problem. Yeah, when I, and I, what I did is I held it. Oh, you and did? It's easy. Yeah, I just had my arm down like this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm wearing orange today, by the way, because the red sweatshirt isn't warm enough. It's cold here. No, yo. Okay, kiddo, well, we love you. Thanks for everything. Take care. All right. Bye bye. May the blessings be. May the blessings be. Bye-bye. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. He's the real deal, huh? Yeah, I was getting that noise in there. I just couldn't figure out what that was. It was like, and, uh, you know, it's funny. I heard it before, a couple months ago, and uh, just couldn't figure out. I even asked him one time. I said, Adam, are you banging your hand against something? And then it just came to me. It was a divine inspiration during the show. I said, oh, that little wire is banging on the thing, so I'm glad we found that. All right, kids, we're going to do two shows tomorrow. We're going to talk about fats, ketones, oxalates, all the some of the buzzwords going around in the, in the atmosphere of nutrition, and we're going to do that tomorrow. On Wednesday, uh, I'll be here for our regular Wednesday show. We do Wednesday afternoon, but then also uh, we'll talk with a... a, um, a surgeon a heart surgeon about what he believes is why his little hearts get clogged up uh, when he cuts them open and says oh look at that and so we're going to get his ideas on that so that'll happen on wednesday i love you all very much thanks for your support we will see you tomorrow 10 o'clock take care may the blessings be broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in texas This is one, radionetwork.com.